Well, good morning and welcome to our service uh, from the Burn and Benefice this morning for Sunday the 17th of October, uh, where we are celebrating Harvest Thanksgiving. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And so we come to our confession. Let us confess our forgetfulness of the needs of the poor and repent of the ways in which we waste the resources of the world. Lord, you give justice to those who are suffering and bread to those who hunger. Lord, you loose those who are bound and open the eyes of the blind. Lord, you watch over the stranger in the land and uphold the orphan and the widow. We confess to you our lack of care for the world you have given us. We confess to you our selfishness in not sharing the earth's bounty fairly. We confess to you our failure to protect resources for others. Father, forgive us and help us. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so the collect for this day, the harvest thanksgiving. Eternal God, you crown the year with your goodness, and you give us the fruits of the earth in their season. Grant that we may use them to your glory, for the relief of those in need and for our own well-being. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading this morning is from the book of Joel, beginning in the second chapter at the 21st verse. Do not fear, O soil, be glad and rejoice. For the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other, and my people shall never again be put to shame. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is taken from the first letter to Timothy, beginning in the second chapter, at the first verse. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions and thanksgivings should be made for everyone for kings and all who are in high positions, 
so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right, and is acceptable in the sight of God our Saviour, who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and humankind, Christ Jesus, himself human, who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time. For this I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling you the truth, I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. And our Gospel is taken from Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 and I'm reading uh, on this occasion from the King's James Bible. No man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow, morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. 
sufficient unto the day the evil thereof. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do not fear, O soil. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit, the fig tree and the vine give their full yield. How different this feels from today, when we certainly fear for the soil. Only in recent months have we seen a heat dome in the Western Americas, the worst flooding in Germany for 200 years, equally alarming flooding now, this very day in China, the continuing melting of ice in the polar regions, the felling of rainforests, and observable micro-changes here locally in insect and bird populations and behaviours. And in another quite unrelated news, the animals of the field need to fear, not least our very own pigs. You might perhaps consider these as the years of the swarming locust, the hopper, the destroyer and the cutter, or maybe, as I do, the results mainly of our own activities, our own distance from creation, our remoteness from the rhythms and harmonies of the natural world, rhythms which have developed very slowly, where the interrelationships between animal, bird, insect, plant, wind, water, sunshine, are enmeshed in deep ways. You might consider, as I do not, that there is nothing to be done, that the whole ecosystem is too big, intractable, and beyond your influencing. Which is why, to answer a question which was put to me, which is why this is an outdoor service. I want us to look around to see and feel, appreciate and be grounded in the harvest we are giving thanks for. And yes, to do something differently, unashamedly to do something noticeably differently. Because if we continue doing the same thing, we get the same result. We know that. The world knows that. And our church knows that. You know, I rather like the study of economics as a concept, I mean. Economics and other social sciences, it seems to me, are studies, among other things, of what happens when lots of people are encouraged by various vectors to do the same thing. It's not an accident, you see, that in 1980 there were no organic sandwiches in my local sanctuaries. Yet, by 2000, when I came back from a couple of stints abroad to the same shop, there were aisles and aisles of them, with barely a full fat cheese and pickle to be found. People had changed. Which is why I've asked you to think about and change the way you interact with us. That's to say the burn and benefits, to get more involved. Because if each of you do a little thing to help the current leaders of the churches, then the church will flourish more easily, become more embracing, and serve every one of us 
better. If we, as individuals, each do one or two small things differently with regard to our lifestyles, with regard to our impact on the environment, then you know big changes, the sort we need, become perfectly possible. The harvest I want us to celebrate this morning is of ourselves. As Joel said, the Lord our God has dealt wondrously with us. We have been given creativity, collectivity, collaboration, care for one another. Let us use these gifts and scatter them widely. As a symbolic start, please, at the end of the service, take one of these small packets of wild flower seeds and sow them. Perhaps you'd like some of you to go down to the Berlin Brett campsite just down there and sow them there. Or perhaps you'd like to take them home and sow them where you live. Amen. We affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven and was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son has, is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. So let us pray for the church and for the world and let us give thanks for his goodness to us. Father in heaven, we pray for your church in the world. May it take its place in leading the stewardship of the earth and in promoting and encouraging our gentle footsteps upon it. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, let us give thanks for all the peoples of the earth for the colour and forms of your creation and our place within it. We thank you, Lord, for our food, for all those whose work and skill, whose creativity and inventiveness bring your good gifts to us. We praise you for the light and the shade of the changing seasons, for their variability. Help us to learn not to disrupt the natural balance of the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for all who are ill, remembering those in hospital and in nursing homes and who are convalescing in their own homes. 
we think of all those who are known to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we remember all those with whom we have shared our lives. We give the thanks today, particularly for Mike Tapper. And we entrust all of his family to your care and your protection. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we conclude by saying the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. come to our blessing. May God our Creator who clothes the lilies and feeds the birds of the air bestow on you his care and increase in you the harvest of your righteousness. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love and remain with you always. Amen.